0: Hello, 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 and welcome to Fully Blooming with me, Ola Parks. In a world where we are inundated with information telling us what to do and who to be, this podcast is here to remind you that you already have all the strength, power, and wisdom within you to fully bloom, and your intuition is the key to unlocking it all. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fully Blooming quick update I'm in Turkey <laughs> if you listen to my last episode you'll know that I unfortunately had a bit of a incident in Sri Lanka and I said at the end of that episode I didn't know where I was going to be in the next couple of days and it really did happen very quickly I went to the doctors on Thursday to get my dressings and wound yeah wound bandages changed and it didn't look how I was expecting it to, it looked still pretty bad, so I actually started to panic a little bit, because I didn't really know what to do. Flights back to London were incredibly expensive, and it I didn't actually want to go back to London, I didn't necessarily want to leave Sri Lanka either, and it was... A really interesting process because I st- I noticed that I started to panic. I noticed that I was even when I was looking on Airbnb for lots of different places because I didn't want to stay in the hotel any longer. Um, I found a beautiful place um, with its own little garden and it was like a beautiful little sanctuary. And even though um, it looked amazing and everything, it was in a great location and whatnot. Something just still didn't sit right. And what I've learned. Because I've been doing this for quite a long time, it was I was forcing something that wasn't meant to happen, wasn't right for me, Um, and my mind was going into complete overload. To the point that I actually got back to the hotel after going to the hospital, and I was exhausted. I complete. I mean, of course, there was the um, exhaustion from seeing the wound, getting it cleaned and dressed, and the pain associated with that. Which is not fun but I was I got back to the hotel and I just passed out for an hour um, and what happened as soon as I woke up was I need to make a decision because I've got this hotel for one more night the hotel had very kindly offered me another night um, but what was very clear was something needed to change I knew I didn't want to stay there and it almost felt that if I did stay in that hotel I could have stayed there for another week another two weeks whatever. But something just wasn't sitting right, as I said, and it was very, it was like my soul was screaming at me something. But because I was so off in my head, because I was panicking, because I'd gone to the hospital and they're not the nicest places anyway because of the energy there and whatnot, even though it was all very clean and um, I'm not digging the hospital at all, Um, but... I was just so up in my head so I had this nap and I woke up and I went right what needs to change what needs to happen um because clearly Sri Lanka is given me a sign that I'm not really meant to be here right now <laughs> um maybe I've got the lessons that I need and I was really getting very frustrated with things I was um yeah getting angry about little things um that maybe I'll share about in a podcast at some point but um I shared a little bit about it last time with this kind of feeling of shame and that it was my fault that this had happened to me and um if you hadn't listened to the previous episode I got followed by a man um I went for a walk after breakfast and um, a man followed me up a hill, because uh, so I was going to look at the viewpoint, and he um, kind of kept his distance for quite a while, and then as I went to leave, he started to follow me um, right directly behind me. I tried to ask him to go in front of me, um, and at that point he suggested that I went a different way, and it was kind of like a shale rock hill. Um, and he whilst he was kind of whilst I was looking over this kind of not cliff because it wasn't a big but a drop and um, that was a moment he decided he wanted to steal my bag or maybe he decided before I'm sure he had <laughs> um he tried to take my bag I screamed and swore at him and grabbed my bag back which it's very interesting what you do in those scenarios um and then when he realised he wasn't going to get my bag he pushed me down um that drop so I was very cut up um, and all of that so that is in the previous episode (laughs) you want to hear a little bit more about that but I it was just this very clear for me it was very clear message because some things just popped into my head as soon as it happened within the first half an hour as well. Um just very clear because obviously I was very much in my body because of the pain and trying to I was in that fight or flight mode and things were just popping into my head that were very, very clear of this is what we need you to focus on right now. Um and by we I'm saying kind of my spirit team, my guides, my angels um, that I tune into and I listen to and I work with. And it was it was just fascinating, the whole process. But what it led me to was you need to leave Sri Lanka. And I just couldn't see what the next option was. So I woke up from this nap and it just turkey, turkey just popped into my head. Because what was really coming through was you need to focus and commit to building this website, to building this membership, building um, and working on the retreat that I have planned for next May here in Turkey, Um, and all of these other little projects that I had lined up my podcast, and um, yeah, there's a few other things (laughs) which are very exciting. Um, But I had all these ideas and all these projects that I kind of put my intention into at the beginning of the summer and then I went Sri Lanka and then not got distracted because I was still doing these things but um it was yeah Sri Lanka was just a really really interesting lesson and sorry just got very itchy nose um if you're watching the video um I've got incense on and candles because uh, of the mosquitoes here so maybe it's that um so it was a very clear guidance, look up flights to Turkey. And as soon as I looked up flights and I ended up having a over 40 hour journey, I think I had a stopover in Oman for about 15 hours, but slept for about nine, 10 of them, um, met a really lovely gentleman, um, had a great conversation for two hours um, and then did lots of work when I was in my nine over, now nine hour layover in Istanbul. And... Normally, I would never ever want a journey to be that long. But actually, as soon as I looked at those flights, it was almost just this. Yep, it was a very calm, resounding, full body yes. And if you listen to my episode with Hillary about human design, you'll know that I am a sacral. Um, my authority comes from my sacral, and my intuition. So your authority is your intuition, and it's a full body yes, and. Sometimes I think people think, oh, full-body yes needs to be this, oh my god, yes! And yeah, sometimes it really is. Um, and sometimes it is just this very clear yes. <laughs> um, no kind of hoo-ha and celebration and whatnot. It was a, just a very clear, calm yes. And so I'm sharing that process because I think we overcomplicate so many things, we really overthink things, we try to figure out what the best solution is when actually when we just surrender and let it go and my surrender in that moment was just to have a nap and to be like I can't figure this out right now, I need to just let it be and just trust that something is going to come into my head or an idea is going to come up or someone or something or I'm going to get a sign or whatever it is. And it was as soon as that whole turkey thing happened, I literally booked a flight. I was flying the next day um, it, in less than 24 hours. It was just bish, bash bosh, done. And once I made that decision, again, my brain just completely switched off. And that is the beauty of intuition. When you follow it and when you listen to it and when you hear it, It is, once you've made that decision and you followed it, that's it. Your brain shuts up and probably starts worrying about the next thing. (laughs) So that is how I ended up in Turkey. And not the theme of today's episode. Hence the title, which I've already set before I've even recorded it, which is actually really rare for me. (laughs) Normally I just see what comes through, but this has been coming through for... The last probably week or two weeks since everything has happened and a lot of shifts a lot of quick movements a lot of realizations and if you haven't seen the title of this episode is going to be something along the lines of the end of the strong independent woman era <sighs> <laughs> And what I've really noticed is that for the last three years, I went bores to the wall on I am this strong, independent woman who doesn't need anyone. <laughs> three years ago, actually almost to the day, I'm not quite sure, around maybe the next week or something. I didn't know it was beginning of September three years ago um, a relationship ended and this relationship I really unfortunately completely and utterly lost myself it was I describe it as by the end of it I was the shell of a person I didn't know what my dreams were I well I did but I really suppressed them um, because I didn't necessarily fit into this box that I felt that I was expected to fit into I didn't have (laughs) I didn't have any drive I didn't have any motivation I was completely and utterly lost and I know that a lot of people have also been through similar relationships because since having been through that and since having spoken to people about it we all so many of us do this (laughs) And um, this isn't this relationship isn't uh, this relationship. This episode is not about that relationship because I don't feel like I've done my own processes on that. I've worked through that and I don't actually feel that I need to share about it anymore um, or at all. Um, but I do know that we all, not we all, but the, a lot of us, let's say, do sometimes go into a relationship where we kind of come out of it and we think, how on earth did I let that happen? How on earth did I really allow myself to lose myself, to let myself down, to ignore my intuition, to ignore my the signs? Um, I mean, I literally got knocked out um, by a branch. You know, those cartoon. um, Yeah, those cartoons where someone runs into a tree or like a hanging thing. That was me. I ran into a hanging like horizontal branch. I didn't see it. And it knocked me straight in the forehead. Hence why headbutts and anything to do with my head. I know I'm being asked to wake up. But I ran straight into it and like fell completely flat on my back. Not even like a little tumble. It was just completely knocked out. Um, So hence when I got hit in the head in Sri Lanka with a surfboard. And I had to get stitches. I knew it was something. (laughs) I knew I had to wake up. Um, And where was I going with that I so yes three years ago from that moment I and to put it into context I had basically been in relationships for the previous nine years of my life um was it nine years yeah but yeah (laughs) nine years um and by that I mean I was in a relationship it ended a couple of months later I met the next person that I was with that ended a couple of months later I met the next person that I was with and there really wasn't any time in between to sit down and figure out who the hell am I <laughs> what do I want who am I without someone else um and hence I went on this I am a strong independent woman <laughs> who is going to go after her dreams go after everything that she's ever wanted, go and do everything that she feels like she wasn't able to do while she was in a relationship, or just really open herself up to who I wanted to be, what I wanted to create, and all of this has come from these three years. I am so grateful, I am in awe of my life over the last three years. I, to put it into context, I... I like I've said that already to put it into context, but I spent two and a half months in Turkey straight after that relationship ended. In that time, I got a job working remotely because I had no income at that time. I found a role in Switzerland as a ski instructor for that winter season. This was 2020 so that COVID year. I then spent the whole winter season and six months in Switzerland, in Stad. I went to Zermatt to do a ski exam. I didn't pass it, unfortunately, but um, it was an amazing experience. And then I went and lived in Mallorca. I booked a one-way flight and I spent four or five months in Mallorca, came back to London and actually spent the majority of last year in London, which was a real shock to the system, but what did I... wait, I'm, lo- I'm, I'm mixing up the years now. Wait, <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 20, 2020, and then 2021, yes, and then uh, my intention for last year was to find somewhere in the world that I can call my home and eight days to the end of that year so December 20 22 I'm losing track uh yeah 22nd of December last year I flew to Switzerland and arrived in Verbier and was like oh the mountains the mountains are my home so And then last year, I went to Cornwall, I set up my business, I went to Portugal, I thought that's where I was gonna live. I went to Cornwall, I thought that's where I was gonna live. Um, I went to Mallorca for a month again. And all of these things have happened over the last three years. I discovered that I am an intuitive healer and I work with energy. I met the most incredible women over these last three years, that I now am so grateful to call my best friends. That the last three years have completely and utterly—if I looked back at that girl three years ago, wow, <laughs> she had no idea what was coming. And the people that I've met, the experiences that I've had, and then this year to go to come to Turkey again. And after those two and a half years, so I didn't come back in the in that time and to have all of these ideas, to start a podcast, to host this retreat, to then go to Glastonbury on my own, and then to go to Sri Lanka, and have all the experiences that I've had there, and now to be back in Turkey, three years later, and it has been unbelievable I really feel like I've actually lived my life and those are obviously only the things that I've done but the realizations the processes the learnings the difficulties the dark nights of the soul the pure elation and joy the rediscovery of myself and my dreams, and my wants, and my desires, and who I want to be, and what I want to create, and how I want to show up in the world. (sighs) It is, I'm so, so, so grateful. And at the same time, I know that I have been on a full solo trip. I am very, very lucky that I've had relationships with people I have grown my connections with my friends so deeply and continue to meet just unbelievable people and just attracting the people and the experiences that are so aligned for me at the moment and at the same time there was a part of me throughout these whole three years That wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. That I didn't need anyone else. That I was a strong, independent woman who didn't need anyone. (laughs) And I think I've proven that to myself. That whatever situation I am in, I can get myself out of it. I can have COVID and have long COVID and get myself through that completely on my own I can get stitches in my head I can get mugged and assaulted and I can make a decision to leave the country and to get myself out of that situation and book a hotel and do all of the things I can go to the hospitals I can I can I'm gonna say right now I think whatever the world throws at me I can get myself through it. I can get myself through heartbreak, I can get through myself through grief on some levels, I can get myself through complete and utter despair, confusion, fear, anxiety. (laughs) I really feel like I've been on a three-year intensive to prove to myself, because this is what I needed, to prove to myself that I had my back, that I could get myself through whatever the world or universe wanted to throw at me. And I really needed to go through that process. I really needed to prove to myself that I could do that, because I think there had always been someone. I had always been in relationship with someone for nine years. And previous to that, it was school. Um... So for me, that's not really a time when you're really discovering yourself or you are truly living in a way because you are in a structured environment. You don't have many choices and it's not the most conducive environment from what I experienced to really discover what you want to do and who you want to be so actually my most developmental time i feel has been in the last three years and i'm now 28 and a half <laughs> and this strong independent woman persona whatever it is over the last couple of months has or it's it's almost like it was peak as soon as like three years ago and then over time it's just slowly started to like etch away or be like cracked away or peeled away because for me I think it was this utter I really needed to rediscover who I was and I knew I couldn't do that when I was with someone else and whether I was conscious of it or not I think I was pushing away um, potential relationships potential partners or whatever and I have seriously had to ask for so much help and so much support over the last three years and it really showed me how much I was still resisting help and asking for help when I had these accidents. The first one was the head injury and my head being split open and even when the person who hit me was like, I'm going to come to the hospital with you and I'm going to do, like, I'll be there. I was like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. (laughs) I still, I was like, I I can do it myself. I don't don't need anyone. He did come to the hospital with me and I actually ended up calling someone and asking them to come as well because I actually didn't know the person that hit me um, with their surfboard. And I asked someone to come because I was like, I need someone who can who I know and who can be there for me in that moment and then over the couple of weeks when I was having to go back to the hospital I had to get the stitches out I had to change the bandages um, I was asking um, someone for help and it was hard it was really really hard to admit that I couldn't do this myself I remember sitting in front of the mirror for about half an hour 45 minutes trying to take off this bandage off my head Um, the stitches were still in yeah they were still in and the gauze had like stuck to the stitches and I just I couldn't do it I was crying I was laughing Um, I think I actually recorded a video of myself trying to do it because it was I just couldn't believe that I couldn't do this and eventually someone came and they literally just like took it off in a few seconds I was like oh okay um and then like getting the stitches out I asked someone to come with me for that um it was just really yeah asking for the support and the help that I needed and it not meaning that I was weak or that I couldn't do it because fundamentally I think I could have taken that gauze off my head I could have gone to the hospital and get the stitches out on my own but what I really realized was First of all, I didn't have to do it on my own. People were offering to help me. And secondly, I really think it reduced how traumatic and how impacted I was mentally by it. And this was something that came up a couple of days ago with my friend because she was having a procedure done. And she said exactly the same. She's like, oh, normally when I have this done, I'm really strong and I just you know everything's fine I'm absolutely fine and um, I can think back to certain things that I've had done over the last three years um, including like having my coil removed um, like just things that aren't comfortable are a bit painful um, and I would just sit there and I would just like hold my hands really tightly and I just wouldn't say anything, I wouldn't move, I wouldn't exclaim, I would just, and people would say, oh you're so brave, you're so brave, and it kind of gave me that little bit of a boost, you know, being like, oh I'm brave, I can do this on my own, I can get through anything, my pain threshold's really high, blah 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 blah, why is that a good thing, first of all, (laughs) and what I realised with the stitches in my head (laughs) I'd never had stitches before and so that was pretty terrifying was that I was swearing I was I mean obviously they put anesthetic in but it was more the image of what was happening and obviously they were pulling and tugging and I was swearing I was shouting I was actually shaking my legs Um, and moving my legs because obviously they weren't impact like my if I if you move your legs you're not impacting the rest of your body so I knew it wasn't going to affect my head I was shaking my hands I was um, and I did the same when I had the stitches out I was like shaking my hands I was shaking my legs I was exclaiming and I realized a part of me that a few years ago there is no way that I would have made any noise I wouldn't have made any sound whatsoever and even when there were other people there, like people who had asked to be there with me, it was this. I should, I should hold it together because I don't want them to think that I'm weak. And it was like, it was almost like the universe put me in so much pain that there was, if I'd held it in, ah, oh, I don't know, I don't know how, I'd, I, I would have exploded. I would have absolutely exploded. And the same happened with when I was attacked because the hospital that I went to oh yeah still grossed me out (laughs) they poured this clear liquid onto my wounds and my wounds basically holes and lacerations and it fizzed (laughs) it fizzed and I don't know what it was but then the skin around it that it touched completely and utterly died like I actually had scabs of where the skin had died and they poured it over my hand as well because I had lots of cuts on my hand and on my arm and my legs and the the skin on my hands completely and utterly died so that's just to have that reference I was screaming my head off and I just did not care I could not care less and the same when I went for the next day I had to go I went to Colombo and then I um they had to cut the wound open again because it had healed um to check if it was fully clean and if there weren't any more rocks or things but and they put anesthetic in and the anesthetic was horrendously painful um and I was screaming I was shouting I was screaming I was exclaiming again I was shaking my arms I was like and I did not care if someone said oh you weren't very brave or like um yeah I, I just couldn't care less I could not care less what people thought of me I couldn't care less of if the people outside thought I was being overdramatic dramatic or um oversensitive or whatever I could not care less and when I woke up in the night and I was in excruciating pain I would scream into my pillow um and when they were changing the bandages again and I would just scream and let whatever wanted to come out come out and i know that that has only come from learning how to express my emotions and learning that actually your emotions are not a sign of weakness and not a sign of fear and what i really noticed was that by having someone next to me after my head injury um, and for someone to stay with me that night and to just be there when I started to panic and start to have flashbacks and the f- the pain and etc etc that really I I'm I'm forever grateful for that experience because I definitely could have got through that night on my own no question because you just do you know when you're in these situations you do just get through them but to uh, And it's that weird balance of knowing that I can do these things now, knowing that I can get through these situations, and also not having to. And, oh, I'm just getting emotional. (laughs) It's almost like I'm telling my body finally, yes, you can get through everything on your own, but you don't have to. And... And that is so soothing and that is so nourishing for myself to have that knowledge that whatever happens I can get myself through it and also now that I have an amazing support system of people around me who are more than happy to help and we also create safety within ourselves by knowing that we can ask for help we can create safety in ourselves by self-regulating by doing all of the things that we know um to do breath work cold showers meditation journaling speaking to someone all of these things and also okay yeah not speaking to someone because then that's asking for help but like all of the things that we can do ourselves But knowing that doing it with someone else makes it so much easier. And I really, really understood the whole having a support system and not just having a support system, but having the confidence and ability to ask for help within that support system, because that creates such an element of safety when you know that you can keep yourself safe no matter what, and you know that you will feel even safer if you ask for that help, wow, what an ability to have. And it's still a process. It's definitely still a process. And even here in Turkey, um, I don't have a car at the moment, so I've been having to ask people for help. And I've noticed that there is the potential that they say, no, I can't help you right now <laughs> and then what? Um but I got a taxi to the veg and fruit market yesterday on Friday, um, because I wanted to yeah, I love going there. It's just such an abundant, amazing place. Um and it's only once a week and I had to get a taxi there, I then had to go to the chemist, I had to go to a physio appointment um, for my knee and again he actually did acupuncture on my wounds um, which was interesting Um, and again I just exclaimed I didn't hold it in and at the end of the day it all comes back to that safety of can I trust my intuition? Do I feel safe to follow my intuition? And if something doesn't feel right, to say something, to put in a boundary, to stand up for yourself. And there's so... Again, for me, it just comes back to that intuition. If there is something that is a strong hell to the no, can you act on that? Can you say... No, can I I'm gonna go a different way or if that's saying no to someone and not really understanding why but just being like hey I'm not gonna commit to this right now or um and doing it in that moment rather than dragging someone on or um saying yes to something and then having to say no to something even though because you might you're worried of hurting someone's feelings there's so many different elements to this but at the end of the day creating that element of safety within yourself that you know you can put in your boundaries that you can look after yourself whatever happens that you will get yourself into a safe situation whatever happens that you will be able to express your emotions and be able to scream and verbalize and do whatever you can to keep yourself safe to release that trauma from your body when it's literally happening to you in that moment um the safety in your support group and knowing that you can call them and they're not going to judge you or you're not going to feel judged you're going to be seen heard appreciated held and they're going to see and see you exactly as you are right now but also be able to connect to your higher vision to your higher purpose they're going to know that if you're going through a dark night of the soul, rather than looking at you and in that kind of victim mentality, they are going to see you as the vision of you that you are connecting with, that you are bringing into this world, that you are your higher self, right, they are also going to see that vision of you, they're not going to see you as broken, they're not going to see you as They just know that this is a phase, that this is a process and just having all of these things to create your own safety net, of course it's having that safety within yourself but also knowing that you have that safety and resources and support around you and that's why I do the work that I do because I know at the start of these spiritual journeys of kind of waking up to yourself to a different version of yourself to the version of yourself that is ridiculously joyful and loves life and is following their dreams and their purpose it is really overwhelming at the start and if you have been in an environment that isn't supported to that that's really really hard and that is why I do the work that I do to hold the space, to guide you through it, to, so that you don't have to on your own because we really, really don't. And I'm understanding more and more and more what that truly means. And I know my understanding of it will just continue to grow and develop, but I am so grateful to where I've got to right now. And that's why I kind of say, end to this strong, independent woman era. And actually, I would say girl era because for me it's a very like maiden energy. Um, if we're talking about archetypes, and actually, this mother energy um, and the queen energy is much more about it's not that I am one single entity, it is I am a culmination of all the support and all the love and all the interactions and experiences I have around me and connection to others' connection to. our guides and our angels and our spirit guides and just so much more connection that is true queen and mother energy for me anyway and yeah we don't have to do it on our own and being a feminine being obviously we've all got whether you're a man you identify as a male or a female we have both of these energies these feminine and masculine energies and actually also this end of this strong independent woman era for me is really recognizing and understanding and acknowledging my wants and desires to be in relationship to um, be in partnership and for not to mean that I'm any less that I want that um and actually it is just a human want and desire to be in community to be in partnership to be in relationship and have that connection and so I think that's really what I'm excited for that's really what I'm calling in and it doesn't and also boundaries is such a big thing of knowing that I can put my boundaries in and I'm not going to lose myself again. And this is why I'm so grateful for this time that I've spent mostly on my own because it's, and by on my own, I mean not in relationship because it has truly shown me who I want to step into, who I want to be. And it's obviously continuously evolving, but it's, Oh, I think we all need this time really really discovering who we are and what we want and what direction we want our lives to go in and going for that and knowing that we can go for that and committing to ourselves before committing to someone else and I know that's where that term comes from like you know um what is it oh you've got to love yourself before you love someone else and I don't think that's necessarily true because you're never going to be perfectly in love with yourself (laughs) 24-7, like it's just not going to happen, there are going to be moments of doubt and fear and not 100% love for yourself, Um, but it is, I think for me that is about having the respect for yourself, to put yourself first, to put your dreams first, um, because when you do that, people want to be around you people you're so much more magnetic um whereas if you're just a shell and you're very clearly not loving yourself and you're not putting yourself first i think it is hard for someone because that's not the version of you that someone wants to fall in love with right someone wants to fall in love with the version of you that is true they want to discover the true version of you they want to support all of you not just the version of you that you think you should be so i think when you discover your true self that is when you really magnetize and you pull in the people who want to see you thrive want to share that vision with you want to um experience all that you have to offer and vice versa so yeah this is my official statement end of the strong independent woman era and I'm still strong and independent but there is no there is also other words that are coming in and that does not need to be my main focus and identity and yeah I think I will round it off there but just to say express your emotions if you're going through something traumatic whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally spiritually by expressing your emotions screaming moving your body however you want to or is able to your trauma from that situation or your um, your response to that trauma and the after effects of it from my experience are going to be severely limited Um, not limited, (laughs) minimised because they're not going to be limited you are still going to experience everything but if you are able to respond in how your body wants to in that moment your body then isn't going to store all of the things that you suppressed and so if you express it in that moment as soon as you feel it that is the most human and most natural thing you can do and I've just got a memory of mine when this relationship ended three years ago. My first reaction when I kind of realised what was happening was this pure relief. I looked away and I just had this huge sigh of relief that it was over. (laughs) And as I walked away, I then screamed and collapsed on the floor and completely and utterly broke down and I've had a lot of shame about that over the years, but actually that was the start for me. That was the start of that was my <laughs> truest self expressing all of the frustration, the anger, the disappointment, the not just at the other person, but at myself. And yeah, I think. It was just the best release ever. And I think that helped me so much to process afterwards. And that was a start. That was a start of expressing my emotions. That was, I was doing it a little bit before by like screaming into pillows and things, but I was more numbing out. But that was my first reclamation, I think. That scream? Like, howl. This was in public, by the way, <laughs> during COVID. So people were like staying meters away anyway. And just, oh, that was my truest self in that moment. Finally being released, finally having the freedom to just express. And yeah, wow, I did not think I would ever share that because I felt so much shame about it for so long and actually just talking about it, I just really, yeah, I've just realised it was a pure reclamation of myself of, oh, it was, yeah, wow. Wow, that was incredibly powerful. It was so powerful actually Um, because I've looked at it for so long as a weakness and it wasn't a weakness. It was, my God, it was the most powerful thing I could have done. It was my power pouring back into me and well full circle hey after three years back in the same place in turkey um where i came and did some very deep healing and waking up and on that note i'm gonna pull a card for us and yeah if you resonate with this Um, strong independent woman and I kind of resonate with what I've said and realize and maybe this has woken up something in you that maybe you don't need to be this strong independent woman all the time and actually oh I don't think I finished about this but going back um, this feminine and masculine energy the feminine energy she wants to be nourish she wants to be supported she wants to be the strong independent energy is very masculine and to soften into that feminine energy to allow others to help you um that is really the beauty that is really the process um gosh it's all such a process isn't it and there you go (laughs) this is the card the courageous peony Oh, wow. (laughs) And it's multifaceted, unique nature. Let yourself be seen. And on the card, there's these beautifully, beautifully, beautiful peonies. And these butterflies flying away from, or flying towards um, the woman in the image. And for me, she's just got her arms wide open, just allowing, like, just expanding, and just allowing herself to be seen, like, fully blooming, um, what a beautiful card, I absolutely love that, and just, yeah, let yourself be seen, let yourself be your true self, and not only let yourself be seen by others, but let you, let you see yourself, um, embrace all the parts of you, embrace every single aspect, because, we are here to be fully us. To fully bloom into all that we're here to be, for all the petals to unravel, not just one of them. And for it be to be messy and for it to be human, so human, I think we've really lost that connection of what it truly means to be human. And yeah, so if you're watching the video, that is the beautiful card. Ah, oh, what a, what a card um and i will post what the book says below um but yeah i think the main message is rediscover yourself and let all of yourself be seen by yourself because that's that's the biggest honor that we can give ourselves and that is the biggest gift we can give ourselves and it's out of a manner of respect it's out of manner of love for ourselves it's we simply it's it's simply needed right now in this world at the moment as well and be you express yourself express every aspect of yourself scream into a pillow let all of it out and laugh at yourself and cry and dance however you want to and don't let anyone stop you don't let anyone's judgments or what you think they're gonna think let you stop you because when life is lived my god there's so much more to it there really is and if we stay open to that your world completely and utterly expands as it has done for me for the last three years and long may it it continue and on that note i'm gonna kill a mosquito (laughs) i don't kill anything else but mosquitoes i'm not a fan of um anyway sending you so so much love take a deep breath let this episode just sink in try not to run into the next thing and yeah whatever lands lands and on oh on 2020 on the 2nd of september um, 2020 being the time um, i will end it there sending you so much love and see you at the next episode thank you for listening <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and I hope that this episode has given you the inspiration, encouragement and reassurance for you to start following your own intuition and to tap into that wealth of knowledge already within you. If you're interested in diving deeper into your intuition and want to start reclaiming autonomy in your life, all of my details are in the episode description below and you can find me on Instagram at olaparksintuitive. Intuitive. If you have any questions please reach out and if you enjoyed this episode please share, rate and subscribe it really does make a huge difference. See you at the next episode of Fully Blooming.